What's up, and welcome to episode six of Big K Call Game. First off, I'm opening with an apology. I'm sorry to the YouTube end. This is going to be an audio-only upload. The Wi-Fi at my school's bugging. I don't really have much of a choice. The camera is going to be laggy, distracting. I'm hoping the audio is fine, even. But we'll have to see. But it will probably only be an audio-only. The video looks fine to me. I'll upload the audio, the video, but it is what it is. But let's get to the good news. The NFL draft is coming up on Friday. On, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You'll get a double upload next week. You're probably wondering why. My plan next week is take a dive into e Seams draft and I grade them. Issue is, and I'm looking back at the NBA episode. I mean, I did the NBA playoffs, which is 16 teams. Granted, I think I covered – it was only probably 16 games at most. Yeah, probably it's about 16 games. That took about an hour. That was an hour episode. If I put 32 teams, I'd be here for two hours going into teams. And at that point, it gets way too lethargic. So you'll get two uploads next week. One will be about the NFC's team, NFC teams drafts. But while on the NFL, let's talk about the big thing that happened. Aaron Rodgers is dead. We figured that trade would happen before the trade that the before the draft. I think the um, picks were very interesting. I'm not going to dive in. I don't think anyone cares about, oh, that six-round pick that the Jets are getting is going to make a difference. Oh, the Packers, whoever's getting the six. One's getting a six, one's getting a fifth. No one wants to talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that there was a pick swap. I, I saw a bunch of people saying, I don't like the pick swap. It doesn't make sense for the Jets. I mean, it doesn't make sense for the Packers. Here's the issue. Russell Westbrook... Russell Wilson last year was traded for two first, a second, and I think a third in players. So for Russ, who was 32-33 at the time, was playing at a high level, was traded for two first, a second, and a third. And he was not retiring anytime soon. Now let's look at Rodgers. What can we say about Rodgers? Rodgers is 39 years old right now. And the last few years, it's been... Is he going to retire? Is this Rodgers' last season? The answer genuinely might be, yes, he could be one and done. He could win a ring next year, which is not impossible. And call it. Say, I'm done. I've done all I've wanted to in this league. I don't want to play anymore. No one could fault him because he's one of the greatest of all time, quarterback-wise. But that's what be that's the risk the Lakers the the freaking Jets are taking is we capitalize on one year of this teams and maybe if a guy's there we want in the pick who can be developed behind him later round guy of course we take him well the Packers still get something for him they still get a first they move up two spots they get a the forty second pick they get a conditional pick. So it's not a horrible trade at all for them. I think it's win-win. 
as far as win-win, I know people are saying the Jets fleeced just because they aren't forgetting the fact that Rodgers is a unreliable, how long he's going to play guy. And I want to talk about this guy real quick. So I'm recording this. It's the third quarter of the Lakers-Grizzlies game four. Game four of Lakers heat, um, Bucks heat has happened. Jimmy Butler just dropped 56 fucking points. Excuse my language, but holy shit. I tweeted out, and I am, you know, it's dope. But if someone dead ass said it's confirmed, Jordan's kids, Jimmy Butler, I would not blink twice. Timothy Butler is real. 3-1 lead against the guy teams that a lot of people are taking to win it all. Probably the best team in the league, one of the deepest teams in the league, has the best player in the league. And though he was out for two games, the Bucks split, went one and one in games where he was injured. Technically, you can say two and one if you count that first game where he did get injured, but he played some. But might, that series might be over. It's so hard to come back 3-1. The Bucs can't do it, too. That's the thing. But I just don't think we can come back 3-1 on Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is... Every year, I see the meme after a big playoff game of him yelling, Tobias Harris over me? Because right now, it's a bad look. And if the Heat win this game and they have the Knicks second round, barbecue chicken alert for Jimmy. Jimmy's going to feast on them. And he can be an Eastern Conference Finals team. Unless Bucks pull their shit from the ass, out of the ass, and decides to actually fucking play basketball instead of no show. But other, other playoff series, this is going to be a short episode. This. I mean, NBA playoffs, only one team's been eliminated, and oh, that's the only sweep. And people are like, I saw because the Nuggets lost last night. And people are like, oh, Nuggets are fake. They lost to the eight seed. They hit up 3-1 on a one seed. <laughs> but and they're like, they should have sweeped them. The only sweep was against a team who, after the trade deadline, after they traded KD and Kyrie, were on pace where if they played 82 games as a team, they won 37 games. They don't even make the play in. And that's the only sweep this year. The Celts aren't sweeping anyone this year. The Grizzlies, are, I think this, the Grizzlies are losing their series right now. The Kings are 2-2. Two, are two, two. Seats don't fucking matter at this, this year. Because everyone's fucking good. And that's why the NBA is so beautiful this year is the four seed is probably better than the two seed in the West. The Suns are better than the Grizzlies. The Suns are more likely to win the finals than the Grizzlies. And that's just not because of the trade. They're the better team. This year, out West specifically, the Lakers are a seven seed, and a lot of people haven't gone to the finals. LeBron is a human. And still, people are saying, yeah, he's going to take him to the finals. So why do people freak out that a one seed lose to an eight seed one time? It's hard to beat a team four times in a row, not the less when it's the eighth time they're playing them. You don't beat it. You don't go seven and one against a team in, in a year. That's not how shit works. 
If it is, then the NBA champion will be obvious entering the year. That's just it's simple. The Nuggets are six and two on the year against the Timberwolves. Cool. Lakers, a Laker fan to me last night said, Oh, we strapped the Timberwolves. No, you guys didn't. Well, you they had Nas Reed and um Jaden McDaniels when they played them. No, they didn't. They didn't play. They had Mike Conley. It was after the deadline, and you still lost. You don't have an excuse. You can't make fun of us. That's not how this shit works. It's that simple. Now, nah, NBA fans are just stupid sometimes. I'll, I'll be straight. Um, the Bucks are the, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. First team to hit 20 wins in the MLB season. If you don't didn't see that coming after the 13-0 start, you're crazy. You're crazy. They only had to win seven games to get to the first team to win 20 games. I mean, the pitching's been on lock. I mean, hopefully Springers gets healthy soon. Great pitcher. Insanely talented guy. I mean, but injuries are a part of the game. That's what sucks. And these guys know what they're doing. They know they're putting their bodies on the line. They know what they're risking. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, Navy sport does it. Basketball guys sprain their ankles. Anthony Davis breaks every bone in his body if he hits the ground. Kawhi Leonard misses games just because his ankle's a little sore. Kawhi will walk up to Tyron Lue and after a shot said, Coach, I felt something in my wrist. It was just you taking the shot, son. I don't know. I can't play tonight, Coach. I think I need to go to the hospital. Well, more like, Coach, I hurt my wrist. When I shot the ball, my my I heard my fit, wrist flick. I'm not playing tonight. And then he walks to the locker room and goes, ha, 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 ha. I've got these fools tripping, cur. And then AD just hits the floor and it's a heart attack. We never know. It could be his ACL torn. And he just high five LeBron. That's how it injury phony is. I won't even lie. They did him dirty when they posted the graphic on TV of every part of his body, how many games he's missed because of it. That's probably the dirtiest graphic I've seen ever. You don't violate a man like that. You let the man live. Now, let's talk about one last guy. Let's talk about Tank. I know we rock, we rocking with Tank. We rocking with Tank. Um, the, the story, the best story that came out of that fight was uh, Ryan Garcia before the fight walked up to Tank. It's like, "Hey, yo, Tank, we gonna be we homies after the fight? We good? We hey, we gonna be good?" And Tank just basically laughed him off and said, "Nah, nah, I'm gonna beat your ass and say fuck you. We ain't no homies." Tank walks into that ring thinking he's gonna murder someone. Yeah, no, he's not called Tank just because he wants to be called Tank. He's, a, he's called Tank because it feels like when you get punched by him, you're getting ran over by a fucking Tank. So we'll go to NBA, back to NBA real quick before, because I just, I'm, you know, I'm keeping on the Lakers-Grizzlies game, and I just saw one name pop up. And this guy needs to be talked about because he's a fucking dumbass. There's five things you don't say in the NBA. Jordan's ass. 
you don't say fuck Kobe. You don't say Tim Duncan was flashy. You don't call you, you say Nikola Jokic is right or else you're wrong. You you if you say Nikola Jokic is athletic, get the hell out of my gym. And you don't call LeBron James old. Especially when you especially when you then follow it up by saying if you don't drop 40 on me, I can't respect you. Those are words that should never be said out of anyone's mouth. I don't care if you're Jordan. Jordan knows not to say that. And I think Dylan Brooks realized it. And uh, I think Dylan Brooks had, was walked into like in the third quarter looking at like, he's really going to score 40 on me. I know my out. LeBron's driving the ball up. You can't drop 40 on me if I'm not in the game. Talk, dick punch. Hey, he couldn't drop. Hey, and I knew if Bond ended with 40, Dylan Brooks was going to come out and say, hey, it wasn't on me, though. I didn't play the whole game. He can't drop 40 on me. He's too scared of me. And then he and then, then he goes out and talks about the league's trying to make me look like a villain. I don't know why people think I'm a villain. You punch LeBron in the dick. Who, if you punch a man in the dick, you have permission. You have they. You give them permission to run up with the whole squad and beat your ass. You don't punch the Lahammer. You don't punch the Lahammer. The Lahammer punches you in the mouth. You can ask his wife about the Lahammer. Good enough for there's two of them. Oh yeah, uh, other man news. Darren Fox probably not playing game five. Yeah, that's just a lot. Seeing how um, Demontis Sabonis has not done shit all series, and Darren Fox is averaging like thirty something in the series to keep him in it, and even then, it ain't enough. Jazz and Warriors are winning the series pretty soon. And it sucks how they're doing it, but good news is. Game six, Clay will come out and drop a 90. Game six, Clay, the coldest motherfucker to walk the planet since Chuck Norris. If game six, Clay's in the premises, you better be running. Because game six, Clay's dropping 30 on your head, though. It's that simple. Game six, Clay is the top five player of all time. Hold up. Since I made that take, I need to I need to back it up with sets. Let me pull up his game six stats alone. I know someone is tracking this. In the last few games, here's some of the games game six Clay has put up. Game six Clay has dropped 41 points against the Thunder. He dropped 25 against Cleveland. He dropped 35 against Houston, 27 against Houston, 30 against Toronto, and 30 against Memphis. In game sixes, he shoots 47% from three on 8.4 attempts a game. All while averaging two turnovers a game, he averages 20 points a game 
But those include that includes the two the early years where Clay Thompson was a bum and could barely score twenty in a game. Ever since Clay Thompson became a big star, he has scored under twenty points three times in game sixes. He has played in that is let me do some math real quick. One, two, he, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten game sixes, and he scored under twenty points three times. 70% of the time, he's giving you 20. 50% of the time, he's giving you 30. And hell, he might give you 40 dollars at it. Because game six, Clay is that guy. And game six, Clay just called game. 